0: Third Lesson Alone With God But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy chamber, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father who is in secret, and thy Father who sees in secret shall reward thee openly. Matthew 6, 6. After Jesus had called His first disciples, He gave them their first public teaching in the Sermon on the Mount. He expounded to them the kingdom of God, its laws, and its life. In that kingdom, God is not only King but also Father. He not only gives all, but is also Himself all. In the knowledge and fellowship of Him alone is its blessedness. So it came as a matter of course that the revelation of prayer and the prayer life was a part of His teaching about the new kingdom He came to set up. Christ was the one who taught them to pray. And the first thing the Lord taught his disciples was that they needed a secret place for prayer. Everyone must have some solitary spot where he can be alone with his God. Every teacher must have a schoolroom. We have learned to know and accept Jesus as our only teacher in the school of prayer. He has already taught us at Samaria that worship is no longer confined to times and places, and that worship, true spiritual worship, is a thing of the Spirit and the life. The whole man must worship in spirit and truth in his whole life. And yet he wants each one to choose for himself the fixed spot where he can meet him daily. That inner chamber, that solitary place, is Jesus' schoolroom. That spot may be anywhere. It may change from day to day if we have to change our abode but there must be a secret place for the quiet time in which the pupil can place himself in the Master's presence to be by him and prepare to worship the Father. Alone in that place, Jesus most surely comes to us to teach us to pray. A teacher is always concerned that his schoolroom is bright and attractive, filled with the light and air of heaven. He desires a place where pupils long to come and love to stay. In His first words on prayer in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus sought to describe the inner chamber to us in its most attractive light. If we listen carefully, we soon notice what the chief thing is that He told of our tarrying there. Three times He used the name of Father. Scripture, Pray to thy Father, thy Father who sees in secret shall reward thee, and your Father knows what things ye have need of. Matthew 6, 6, 8. The first thing in closet prayer is that we must meet our Father. The light that shines in the closet must be the light of the Father's countenance. The fresh air from heaven with which Jesus would have it filled, the atmosphere in which we are to breathe and pray, is God's Father love, God's infinite fatherliness. Therefore, each thought or petition we breathe out will be simple, hearty, Childlike trust in the Father. This is how the Master teaches us to pray. He brings us into the Father's living presence. What we pray for there must prevail. Let us listen carefully to hear what the Lord has to say to us. First, pray to thy Father who is in secret. God is a God who hides himself to the carnal eye. As long as we are chiefly occupied with our own thoughts and exercises, During our worship of God, we will not meet Him who is a spirit, the Unseen One. But to the man who withdraws himself from all that is of the world, and man, and prepares to wait upon God alone, the Father will reveal Himself. As this man forsakes all to shut out the world and the life of the world, he surrenders himself to be led by Christ into the secret of God's presence. Then the light of the Father's love will rise upon him. The secrecy of the inner chamber and the closed door, the entire separation from all around us, is an image of and a help to that inner spiritual sanctuary, the secret of God's tabernacle within the veil, where our spirit can truly come into contact with the invisible one. So we are taught at the beginning of our search for the secret of effectual prayer to remember that it is in the inner chamber where we are alone with the Father that we will learn to pray right. Thy Father who is in secret In these words, Jesus teaches us where He is waiting for us, where He is always to be found. Christians often complain that private prayer is not what it should be. They feel weak and sinful. The heart is cold and dark. It is as if they have so little to pray for, and in that little they have no faith or joy. They are discouraged and kept from prayer by the thought that they cannot come to the Father as they should or as they wish. Child of God, listen to your teacher. He tells you that when you go to private prayer, your first thought must be, Thy Father who is in secret. The Father waits for me there. If your heart is cold and prayerless, you even more urgently must go into the presence of the loving Father. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities you. Don't think of how little you have to bring to God, but of how much he wants to give to you. Just place yourself before him and look up into his face. Think of his love, his wonderful, tender, pitying love. Just tell him how sinful and cold and dark everything is. The Father's loving heart will give light and warmth to yours. Oh, do what Jesus says just shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. Isn't it wonderful to be able to go alone to God, the infinite God, and then to look up and say, My Father? And thy Father who sees in secret shall reward thee. Here Jesus assures us that secret prayer cannot be fruitless. Its blessing will show itself in our life. But in secret and alone with God, we have to entrust our life before men to Him. He will reward us openly. He will see to it that the answer to prayer is made manifest in His blessing upon us. In this way, our Lord teaches us that with infinite fatherliness and faithfulness is how God meets us in secret, so our part should be the childlike simplicity of faith with the confidence that our prayer will bring a blessing. Scripture he that comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him Hebrews 11:6. The blessing of the closet does not depend on the strong or the fervent feeling with which I pray, but upon the love and the power of the Father to whom I entrust my needs. And therefore, the Master has but one desire, Remember your Father is, and sees, and hears in secret go there and stay there and leave in the confidence that He will reward. Trust Him for it. Depend upon Him. Prayer to the Father cannot be futile. He will reward you openly. To confirm this faith in the Father love of God, Christ spoke a third word, Your Father knows what things ye have need of before ye ask Him. At first consideration, it might appear as if this thought made prayer less necessary. God knows far better than us what we need. But as we get a deeper insight into what prayer really is, this truth will help much to strengthen our faith. It will teach us that we do not need, as the heathen, to compel an unwilling God to listen to us with a multitude and urgency of our words. It will lead to holy thoughtfulness and silence in prayer, as it suggests the question, Does my Father really know that I need this? When we have once been led by the Spirit, and according to the Word to the certainty that our request is indeed something that we do need for God's glory, it will give us wonderful confidence to say, My Father knows I need it and must have it. And if there is any delay in the answer, it will teach us in quiet perseverance to wait, Father, You know I need it. Oh, the blessed liberty and simplicity of a child that Christ our Teacher would gladly cultivate in us as we draw near to God! Let us look to the Father until His Spirit works it in us. When we are in danger of being so occupied with our fervent, urgent petitions that we forget that the Father knows and hears, let us hold still and just quietly say, My Father sees, my Father hears, my Father knows. It will help our faith to take the answer and say, We know that we have the petitions we have asked of Him. And now, all who have entered the school of Christ again to be taught to pray, take these lessons, practice them, and trust Him to perfect you in them. Dwell often and long in the inner chamber, with the door shut, shut in from men, shut up with God. This is where the Father waits for you. It is where Jesus will teach you to pray. To be alone in secret with the Father is your highest joy. To be assured that the Father will openly reward the secret prayer so it isn't unblessed is your strength day by day. To know that the Father knows that you need what you ask is your liberty to bring every need with the assurance that your God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus Philippians 4:19. Blessed Savior, with my whole heart I bless you for the appointment of the inner chamber as the school where you meet each of your pupils alone and reveal to them the Father. O my Lord, strengthen my faith in the Father's tender love and kindness, so that when I feel sinful or troubled, the first instinctive thought may be to go where I know the Father waits for me and where prayer never can go unblessed. Let the thought that He knows my need before I ask bring me to trust that He will give what His child requires in great restfulness of faith. Oh, let the place of secret prayer become to me the most beloved spot on earth! And, Lord, hear me as I pray that You would bless the closets of Your believing people everywhere. Let Your wonderful revelation of a Father's tenderness Free all young Christians from every thought of secret prayer as a duty or a burden, and lead them to regard it as the highest privilege of their lives, a joy and a blessing. Bring back all who are discouraged because they cannot find anything to bring to you in prayer. Oh, help them to understand that they only need to come with their emptiness to Him who has all to give and delights to do it. Let their one thought be not what they have to bring to the Father but what the Father waits to give to them. Bless especially the inner chamber of all your servants who are working for you as the place where God's truth and God's grace are revealed to them, where they are daily anointed with fresh oil, where their strength is renewed, and where the blessings are received in faith with which they are to bless their fellow men. Lord, draw us all in the closet, nearer to Yourself and the Father. Amen.